Hello and welcome to episode 16 of The Codec Call, the CodecMoments.com podcast. I'm here today again with Matt Holt. Hello. Uh, I'm Andy Brown, uh, at Clinical Andy on Twitter. You are... At global. Codec Moments on Twitter. Yay. Oh, that was all very smooth, wasn't it? That's really good. good. So what are we doing today, Matthew? Well, today, and uh, it changed to last month where we were a little bit more sophisticated this time. I've not got a post-it note. I've got <laughs> Google Docs open and I'm just discovering it's actually highlighting where you are in the text at the same time. Oh, I've got a little pink Andy Brown marker. That's quite good, that. Yeah, excellent. Right, so today we're going to follow the standard format, I think. We're going to talk about the games that we've been playing um, and reviewing on the site. And we've got our WTF coming up what's that fellow yeah very good and we've got a little bit of a discussion part of the wtf um suggested by one of our listeners at mike tack films have a little bit of a talk about couch co-op and uh, playing games for fun because i think it's been cropping up quite a lot recently um in a number of the releases that have come out uh we've got our usual codec momentum update so how have you guys been doing over the last month in finishing those pile of shame games off? Mm. We've got a bit of a shameful month, I think. Um, <laughs> you guys out there are brilliant, but we will be having a go at Andy fairly soon. Um, we've got, which you've referred to as Andy's Challenge, which yeah, well, I don't even know what that is anymore. Well, we'll, we'll come on to that. I'm hoping we'll it's as good as last month. <laughs> I, need, I need motivation. We'll come on to that. And we've got a quiz. And we've got a quiz. Oh, yeah. As well. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we're going to be announcing the winner of our competition from last month to win a handheld Mega Drive. Fabulous. Right. Well, let's crack on. So we're looking at games we've been playing and, and stuff we've been reviewing at yeah. codecmoments.com. Yes. We okay. Have. I thought this month I'd start with what I kind of ended with last month in this segment, Black Ops 3. Right, yeah, because you, um, you're a bit on the... Well, um, you weren't on the fence. You were one or three over the fence in the neighbour's garden about it. Yeah, I, I wasn't keen. I wasn't keen. <laughs> it had yet to impress. Um, I stuck with it through the story mode, and I got to the end. In fact, actually, I got about three quarters of the way through, and I started to like it. Oh, good. I was I was surprised. It was a bit generic crappy shooterish to begin with that looked all right and then a couple of things happened and they're not even story related because i'm not going to spoil anything in the story here but it's a little bit more psychological than your standard call of duty but there wasn't even anything in there that kind of made the twists and turns seem good but there was a level that i hit which i just went oh, i really enjoy this all right well i i really enjoy it and it involved not giving a lot away it involved jumping in and out of VTOLs around uh, an oil refinery <laughs> uh, and it just worked and it made it a lot of fun and I started to enjoy it it picked up pace um, the last level was overly long and a bit of a crappy standard boss fight that could have been done a little bit better but I then finished the game and it opened up an entire alternate storyline of what? With zombies, which isn't the zombies mode. It gave me another campaign to play. So you've got two campaigns for the price of one. Two campaigns for the price of one. Nice. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't dip back into the multiplayer, but I did have a go at the time trial stuff um, that you get to play with, which is kind of like a parkour challenge 
with the movement stuff, which works really well. It's actually quite good fun. Okay. I did a bit more of the zombie mode still on my own. I need some friends out there who've got the game so I can I can have a go in multiplayer. <laughs> but I liked it. I liked it more than I gave the impression last time round. And I haven't traded it. It's sat on my shelf. It's actually right behind you at the moment. Because you were you were all set to get rid of it. I was. I was and I could have had that twenty quid towards my <laughs> bargain steals of Black Friday, but I've kept it. Um, because I want to do some co-op. Well, that's praise indeed. I think I think it's redeemed itself. It has, and I think I don't. I don't know if I got that across in the review. It is good fun. It's definitely worth a go. Is it the best Call of Duty game? Probably not. Is, is it, it the best Black Ops game? Probably not. But it is good, and there's a lot of effort gone into it. Oh, very nice, right? Well, very good. But okay, what else? First-person shooters, Battlefront. <laughs> This, the finished reviewing at the weekend and put up. I love it. I really love it. I, it's such simple fun. There's nothing complicated about it. It's not difficult to play. And it just makes you feel like you're in Star Wars. Is it holding your interest? Because a lot of people that I've spoken to about it have said the same thing we've said. Absolutely love it because it's Star Wars and a shooter and it's really easy to pick up and play. But they're finding it's not necessarily holding their attention because it's a kind of it's the kind of thing you drop into drop out of every now and again but there's there's not much substance to it once the star wars shine wears off that's the beauty of it for me because i don't sit for several hours at a time playing through it's a jump in jump out if you've got an hour and and i think we've talked about this before i generally have about an hour or so on an evening to play a game i get bored of things that take me a long time to get into this doesn't you jump in you can have four or five games um several different game modes as well not sticking with the same one or just stick with the same one it's fairly it's not seamless loading but it gives you something to do whilst you're loading so you're not feeling like you sat around waiting for ages and it is just good fun and i, I do generally score reasonably highly in the matches whether it's a top three top four which in any other online FPS, I'd be down at the bottom somewhere. So I feel <laughs> quite successful as well. It's I, I really do enjoy it. I nearly bought the season pass. Oh, wow, okay. Nearly. I took all those games we were talking about last month in for trading to get the season pass, and those idiots at game had reduced Assassin's Creed Syndicate, <laughs> the... Charing Cross edition with the statue and everything Sorry, down should, by a ridiculous amount so I ended up going for that instead I should just add we're sat in Matt's living room at the moment and the it's named the Charing Cross edition because it's about the same size as the train station <laughs> it isn't far off right okay um, so it's, Battlefield good Battlefront is oh, very good. Battlef- oh god! Yeah, if you're a Battlefield fan and love Battlefield as a hardcore gamer, you probably won't like Battlefront. Yeah, but if you want to dip in and dip out of some great shootery online action, it is it is great. I really do like it. Okay, speaking of which, last week we raved. Last week, last month we raved about the Rainbow Six Siege closed beta. Oh yeah, it was shooter good one. one wasn't We've it? had the open beta. Yeah, thoughts. I had one game. Yeah. I had one. <laughs> it's not all I managed as well. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I didn't have a lot of time, unfortunately. I had one game of terrorist hunt, and I couldn't shoot any terrorists because it seemed to have changed the aiming mechanic, and it really frustrated me. Uh, it just didn't feel as precise, and I know it wasn't just because I was on my own. Um, it, 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 I don't know what they've done, and it really surprised me. And 
I replayed the map a couple of times just to make sure it wasn't me. And I changed the settings. I couldn't get it to work. I could not get the precise aiming that I wanted. It was always missing. Every time you, you know you nudge your stick and you expect it to move a set distance, it was moving three or four times that. And I couldn't get it to balance right back in. Okay, so and it was very disappointing. They've tweaked the... They've tweaked the balance a bit. It they've, felt they've, like it. Right. Unless there was a setting that I had done in the closed beta that I missed in the open beta. But I was a bit disappointed, if I'm honest. Okay, and what else? Anything else? I mean, there's the obvious one, I suppose. Well, there, there's two. I think, did I... We didn't talk about the Nathan Drake collection last month. No, I've been playing that. Because, I, right, I came to PlayStation quite late. So um, I've never played any of the Uncharted games because Uncharted 3 didn't really appeal to me. I hadn't played the previous two, so I never got into it. Decided to pick up the Nathan Drake collection um, and I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed Uncharted. Good, aren't they? It's very good. Um, so I stand corrected. <laughs> Have you played all three? No, I've only played the first one and, <laughs> and the demo. <laughs> well, but I've got, completed the first one. You've got the best one to come because I think, I think Uncharted 2 is one of if I'm going to say is it the best game on the PS3 no I'm not going to go that far mainly because I haven't really thought it through and there's probably something else but it is a belting game it's the best one of the series I'm guessing probably 007 Quantum of Solace would uh, be the best game on the PS3 it could have been Hmm. it could have been because that was actually a surprisingly good game I know you're (laughs) joking but it wasn't bad Um, ask at VDJOMB about it because I know he loved it as well will do Yes. It was about as close to GoldenEye as you can get without being GoldenEye. Oh, because GoldenEye Reloaded... Oh, that was awful. Wasn't that good, was it? No, it was terrible with GoldenEye Reloaded. Right, okay. Um, So I've been playing Uncharted the Drake Collection. I've also been playing Journey. Excellent. More about that later. Um, I'll cut that one off quick then. Because, yeah, more about that later, because of Fallout 4. Yes. Mm. Yeah, without doubt this has taken up the most amount of time this last month. And despite everything else that's coming out, probably the most amount of time over the next month as well. <laughs> have you enjoyed it? Yeah, of course I have. You see, I've done my usual thing. I've I've gotten into the game and I thought I want to go exploring. I want to open up loads of areas. I want to see as much of the map and do as many things as I can. I've I've just built a big wooden shack. It's three stories <laughs> tall. It's amazing. <laughs> I walled off an entire settlement. <laughs> <laughs> leak tested it everything <laughs> just to make sure nobody could get in for no apparent purpose either because I've never been attacked in it um, it's it's phenomenal it's just a very very good game graphically is it leaps and bounds on from Skyrim or even Fallout 3 because they were on last gen I don't think it is I think it's a bit more colourful but it's just the sheer wealth of content that's doesn't, what makes the game doesn't feel as big as Fallout 3. I think from the map, it doesn't. But when you get trudging, it is. It, it definitely... Well, to me, it seems... It. I, might, I might stand corrected square footage-wise. I might be wrong. But it, it moving from point to point, it definitely is in there. It's, it's wonderful. Brilliantly thought out. Exquisitely detailed. I need to go hunting for this, but apparently there's even the Cheers bar. With two characters I, sat at the end of the bar, I dressed wonder, as Cliff and Norm. I did wonder about that, because I thought if set in Boston, it's got to be. Yeah, apparently it's just somewhere off Boston Common. <laughs> so I need to go and find that. But it's, it's all those lovely little touches that just make it. And they're there in spades. 
and it it doesn't matter what point I switch it on, I never spend less than an hour. And it, it flies by. The time flies by. I built artillery last night. That was just tremendous fun. The, I had to have artillery cannons now. The one thing I found about, I remember about Fallout 3, was I'd collect as much junk or various things as I could. And then I'd find a trader and I'd sell it all. And I ended up swimming in bottle caps. And I haven't. I don't think I've sold a single thing in this game because of the, the crafting mechanic. No, it's all in storage. Yeah. We like it, basically. Yeah, we, we're yeah. fans. Yeah. There will be a review coming when Roger extracts himself from the wasteland. He is a <laughs> he went out and bought himself the new Coca-Cola Quantum that they released in the US. And he's got his Pit Boy edition. He actually bought the game twice because oh, his this... Pit Boy edition turned up late, so he went and bought the, the right. standard game. So he pre ordered the Pit Boy edition because he's a massive fan and then it turned out it wasn't gonna ship on time, so he went out and bought the game anyway. Oh, so sweet. No, it's, it's, so Roger, of course, is the right person to review it. Um, now, as he's just told us, he's, he's just bought a house. So I hope, it's, all, a, I hope it's a wooden shack with I a new Coca-Cola he, machine in it. He's building it himself. <laughs> right. With a chem station. It will have. It will have. He'll, he'll make sure of it. So congratulations, Roger. Yeah, well done. Um, and um, we hope your move doesn't get in the way of you reviewing the game. <laughs> yeah, because we'd, we'd really like that review copy from you, actually. <laughs> WTF What's that fellas Right so it's WTF What's that fellas um, We've got our very own news And interesting snippets Things that have entertained us basically during the week We have and uh, the first one Is possibly the most Entertaining of the lot but we can't talk About it well, we could Well we can but spoilers um, we're not going to give any spoilers. Okay. We're going to avoid this, and that's why it's going to end up being quite short. But um, for those of you who have played Call of Duty Black Ops 3, you'll have noticed that there are rapidly scrolling pieces of text at the beginning of each level. And if you slow those down and have a look at them, they tell a story, pretty much, of, of what's kind of going on around you, but puts a very, very telling slant on it that once you finish the game gives you an entirely different perspective. Oh, really? It is very good. Um, and that's as much as we can say without spoiling it, because I'm not going to give the content away in here for anybody who hasn't played it. However, we do have them on the site, and we've gone to the trouble of recording the video, grabbing the text, and replicating it in its full glory so you can read them through. Okay, so if you're interested in finding out a lot more of the backstory of Black Ops 3, go to codecmoments.com and check that out. Right. Um, is it is it anything like the rubbish text they have at the end of episodes of um, Big Bang Theory? It's much better than that. Excellent. Right. Okay. That's um, so that's interesting. So check that out on the website. Um, what else have we got? We've got. Um, oh, so this is one I picked up on this. Week. I got. Um, I got a press release from uh, the PR for Dying Light. Oh, nice. Which is very nice in, of them to inform everybody that the season pass is going to be increasing in price. So basically what's happened is they've got an expansion pack coming out called The Following, um, and they've realised they've made it a, perhaps a little bit bigger than they did originally anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, so the price of that DLC is going up, and subsequently on the 8th of December, the price of the, the whole season pass is going to go up as well. But you've got until then to get it at the bargain price it's at now. Yeah. So this got me thinking, what's this all about really? Is it, is it genuinely feature creep? 
they've gone along because you've got to think that they they would have planned exactly what was going to be in this DLC before they set the price point. Is it the fact that, you know, they've genuinely somehow included far more information and spent far more time on it than they ever intended to and they're asking for a fair price for a fair piece of DLC or is it a massive publicity stunt to um, try and drive sales of the season pass before uh, the 8th of December? With it being Techland, I, I'm not wanting to go down the cynical route because the amount of stuff that they have done with the game as it is before you even get into the additional DLC content. Like the um, weekends they run with superhuman powers that they just patch into the service so that you could leap and jump and attack it far better than you can in the main game. The extra bits that they've put in are just amazing. And then the DLC itself has been pretty substantial. New weapons, uh, new equipment. The grapple hook was completely added um, on... And I can't remember if that, that came in for free at some point. They've done a lot. And the following has been in development... Is it already nine months? It's been a long time because we were all expecting it to have been released by now. And it does just seem to be getting bigger and bigger, especially as you've got vehicles to drive around in. So I can see what they're doing. They're saying, actually, it's worth more. Now, it's great for current season pass holders. I bought my season pass right at the beginning. So I'm not paying any extra for it. And I'm getting this fantastic add-on, which I'm really looking forward to early part of next year. I'm, I'm still tempted to get it. Before the 8th of December. So I'm just wondering, if you know, if it is a marketing ploy, it's clearly working. Yeah. And, and it depends how much they're going to charge for it standalone. If the standalone price of the following is equivalent of the current season price cost before next, before the 8th of December, then just buy it because there's loads of other content as well. Just fact-checking that. So the following is nineteen ninety nine if you're in the US or in Europe, or it's fifteen ninety nine if you're in the UK. And the season pass was about that. The DLC price for the season pass is going to go up to twenty three ninety nine. So I think that's going up by about four quid. I think that was twenty quid. Oh, so it's not a, not as huge an increase, but still definitely worth paying for it before it goes up in price. If you're planning on getting it, oh, I might have to do that then. Mm, definitely worth it. There's plenty of other stuff to play that they've released for all that as well. And I always need a co-op partner for the uh, Haran Olympic Stadium DLC as well. Right. Well. I need to reboot that game. I really think it is. Dying Light itself was a surprise of this year. It, a great game. Lots of fun. Drop-in, drop-out co-op, um, which was, well, that's always good. And I just think that the following is going to be as entertaining as the full game was. The only thing I'm disappointed with um, about Techland is that the effort's going into Dying Light and that they've had um, Dead Island 2 taken away from them so that they won't be developing that. Okay, what's next? Next, and following on from What's That Fellow, we've been talking about a lot of co-op and we were given a question by one of our listeners at Mike Tack Films um, who asked us a question, what's happened to Couch Co-op and just playing games for fun? And we we thought about doing a, a lengthy, serious feature on this, um, and we started writing bits up, and then we both completely ran out of time. Yeah, then, then we started playing Battlefront and Black Ops 3 on the couch, because they've both got... Co-op. Yeah. Couch co-op. Um, but it's a, it's a great question, because I grew up with couch co-op. Or in fact, when I first started playing the game, it was a shared keyboard co-op on 
a Spectrum or a Commodore or an Amiga. So it's something I've always grown up with. And it is only recently that it seems to have disappeared. And I don't know anymore if people actually sit in the same room playing games. Maybe they do. Maybe well, it's just me we, that's grown up. And we we both got older, and you don't really you don't really just nip around your friend's house to play anymore, do you? Well, we don't. Well, no, we don't. That's I don't true. Know about the but, youth. But is that because we know it's online and we can jump into a cop game on that with somebody random or with a friend, or is it just genuinely because games don't cater for it? And that's why it was an interesting question. I don't know. <laughs> And I, I am trying to think. I'm trying to think the last time I played a couch co-op game, and you know what it was? It was Modern Warfare 3. We yeah, yeah, played yeah. quite a lot of gun games. That's right, yeah. Couch co-op. Yeah. Or couch competitive, I think that was even. And that is... And the other one before the that... Time. The other one before that was Splinter Cell Conviction. Yes, again. We played a lot of that yeah. in split screen. Yeah, we did. And I think... As games have become that, the games have become bigger. Open world games tend not to be, or not to lend themselves to um, same machine co-op. Um, online co-op, fine. We know Saints Row have done it for years, which worked really well. There's plenty of other examples out there. But actually being able to sit in the same room and do co-op, the, the games are too complex. And that also got me thinking, all right, so that happens, but... I remember many, many years of just playing single-player games in a room full of people because you would all sit around and enjoy the story. And, and I'm thinking single-player games don't move themselves or lend themselves to that any longer. And with the removal of single-player completely, if you're thinking about Rainbow Six and Battlefront, is that promoting that social aspect of gaming? Or is it very much sat on your own, in the dark, playing an online game with loads of people you don't know? Is it a generational thing? I, I I am wondering about I'm wondering about all these things. I instinctively go back to my university days, a PS one with a multi tap controller, um with a controller splitter, and four or five of us sat or well, four of us sat around playing Quake two. In reality there were probably six or seven people in the room and you just pass the pads around. And we used to do that for hours. You see in my university days we had a PlayStation two and we didn't actually play any co-op games. We'd, we'd play single-player games, and we'd all be sitting there watching one person play, and the others would just be indulging in the story. But we didn't really go in for the, the co-op on those. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. When we moved to PS2, we, the PS2 multi-tap came in, but then there was time splitters. So it was um, two or four-player time splitters, yeah, yeah. tech and tag tournament, which is always there was always competitive battles. And that was that dominated the time so it could be a generational thing but is it it's declined in the it's declined as people have got older or the developers have got older or there's a different shift that's the fact that it is permanently online now actually is that just driven the change and everybody knows well what's the point of sitting in the same room when you can connect to the internet i don't know it's a really good question and it, it is one that we've been talking about it, it is one that deserves a little bit more sensible thought and argument rather than us just rambling on and making stuff up today yeah but, I'm, I'm one out of my depth <laughs> but we wanted to get there because we thought it was a fantastic question and we said we'd answer it and we failed to do that mm. but we are going to at some point so, so we're this is it we're, we're setting the bar now for the for the next episode 
Yes. Right. So if everybody, if everybody could get in touch with us and let us know their thoughts and what what impact has it really had on you, then tweet us at Codec Moments or um, or you can email us contact hyphen us at codecmoments.com and we'd love to hear what you think. Right, so it is time to... What is it time to do, Matthew? It is time to do Codec Momentum. Yes, time to update you on our hashtag Codec Momentum. Uh, so this is the part of the podcast where we encourage you to pick up a game that you perhaps haven't finished, you haven't played for a while, and uh, have a go at it and see if you can polish it off in the next month. So, who's been taking part this month and uh, have they done? We've, we've had quite a few this month. Uh, at VDJOMB, at Fury Ace, uh, at Square Freak, at Psalm67, at Codec Moments, at Clinical Andy, oh, at Mike Tack Films, and at Nick Hulk to whip through you all. They're all on the Codec Momentum page on the website. We've had a bit of a mixed bag of who's been successful <laughs> oh, and who hasn't. Been... Shall, shall we start with the unsuccessful, Mr. Brown? Oh, go on then, yeah, let's start with the unsuccessful. So, so top of the list... At Clinical Andy with Journey, that well-known short game. Very short game. It is pretty short. Did I mention I've got a big wooden shack in Sanctuary? (laughs) You did. Are you recreating Journey from it? Honestly, I've been playing it and it's nice, but it's just, it's not blowing me away, if I'm honest. I'm not as, you know, I'm not as into it as I imagined I might be. There's not enough super mutants in it for you, is there? I've barely seen one. So, uh, yeah, I'm just a bit like, oh, I've got to play that. And I, I think, I suspect, I nearly did it because I got last night, I was playing it yesterday, and um, I got to the ice level and I got a fair way through the ice level and then my daughter was really unsettled last night so I couldn't finish it. So I'm assuming, am I close? Very, oh. very, very close to the end. Man... So, are you going to roll it into December? I'm going to have to, because I've I've probably got about five minutes left to play. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, So that was was the one that will... I'm going to roll it in December, and I'll I'll probably play something else as well. Yeah, we'll we'll rub that one in. (laughs) At least, I mean, the the good thing is that after last month, the guys didn't choose um, Zombie Army Trilogy for you. The game of that zombie game that we couldn't... The name of the zombie game we couldn't remember last month. I'll still be there now. Yeah. That is quite quite a lengthy game. It would be with Journey 2, so... (laughs) Okay, roll it into next month and then think of uh, something else to okay. go with it. Okay, so other ones unsuccessful this month. We've got unfortunately at VDJ OMB with Little Big Planet Three. Shame, shame. We've got, and I think he's already taken a bit of ribbing on Twitter for choosing this one. But at Psalm sixty seven with Just Cause Two. Yeah. That is a huge game. That was a monumental challenge to pick in the last week of November. Yeah, but if, if you listen to the Eurosham Challenge 3, you'll know that Colin has been playing Just Cause mm. 2 for about, well, when was it released? 2010. Since about 2010. Oh, right. So now you see, I've only picked this up from a bit of Twitter <laughs> conversation, in fairness, because I hadn't realised that. Well, in that case, then, um, I'll be slightly less forgiving. It should be done by now. It's not that big a game. <laughs> But anyway, I may be exaggerating, but I, you get the idea. He gets let off because he did platinum Uncharted three. Yeah, that's fairly fairly well done. That there. is that's good. Is that the very, one where you've got to you've got to beat the crushing 
Yes. Yeah. And he he did it in quite a quick amount of time as well. So that was that was brilliant. Well done. Um, Mike Tack Films, we mentioned him already. Uh, great suggestions on the news, um, but not managed to finish his pledge, which was Mad Max. Right. He did say he's still working on it, and um, he's going to carry on working on it through December. And our, well, one of our previous month heroes, at Nick Hulk, he didn't finish Little Big Planet 3. No, he didn't, but... He did put in a substitution. He did last minute, which at the eleventh, quite literally at the eleventh hour, mm-hmm. he um, he knocked off Game of Thrones episode one. He did. So he he got something off his pile, um, but there's still a little bit on it three to do. Okay, well let's talk about the successes. The successes at VDJ and B did <laughs> Assassin's Creed Rogue. Fair play, sitting through that. It was supposed to be good. We <laughs> we never actually played it on the PS3, but. Um, I was told it was very much like Black Flag, and Black Flag was good. Oh, Black Flag was good, actually. So, uh, it, apparently a lot of fun. So, well done. You got through that one. But isn't... I I always thought the philosophy with um, Assassin's Creed games, it's, it's a bit like uh, it's a bit like Star Trek films. Every other one's good. I don't know. I don't know if that counts, because I think for Assassin's Creed, you have to do Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and then skip everything till Black Flag. Well, it's like one of those questions and then skip about them all again. It's like one of those questions in a GCSE maths exam about can you spot the pattern? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One's bad, two are good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well done, VD Joe. Well done, VD John. Getting through just, that. Could you call him VD John? Because if you want. Oh. Bonus prize to any listener that could tell me what VDJ OMB stands for as well. I'll give you a badge. Except you, VDJ OMB. Because you already know, obviously. I don't know. I'm not telling you. There's a prize in it. I think I asked him once and he wouldn't tell me. Yeah. Oh, right. I've got to know now. A, yeah, badge, badge, badge it. There are, in fact, maybe give away a platinum pledge badge if anyone can get that. <laughs> um, at Fiori AC3. Fiori AC. So, Stu's been at it again, hasn't he? Yeah. Awesome. Just, just ploughing through games. And, and I'm quite jealous of the amount of time he gets on this. So he's done Nightmares from the Deep, The Cursed Heart. I've never heard of that. No? Have you? No. 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 And he's done Numa, Breath of Life. I've never heard of that. I had heard of that oh, one. Oh, had you? Yes, oh, yes. I did know about that one. And uh, Tales from the Borderland, The um, Devil on Your Shoulder. So is that the final episode? Yeah, it might be. Need to check I'm out. waiting for Roger's review. He'll be sending it in eventually. Well, he's just bought a house. He has just bought a house. He's got a bit of a good reason. Um, but no, three games is that Stu's bumped through. Yep. Brilliant. So fair play. Uh, Square Freak has finished Infamous. Yeah, this is excellent. Well done. Fair enough. Um, and then we'd already mentioned Colin and his uh, Uncharted 3, so yes. um, let's not milk it. And then you. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did both mine this month. So you, you've done Until Dawn, which you got the platinum in. I did. Yeah. I really liked Until Dawn. I've, uh, I, I said it in the review. It is actually a really good game. For it does what it does well. Okay. So it's, it's basically, I know what you did last summer, the video game. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, and you also did Little Big Planet 3. As, as far as I could tell, yeah. 
Pretty much the yin and the yang of the game world. <laughs> yeah, the opposite ends of the spectrum. One's fluffy and cuddly and the other's Little Big Planet. <laughs> no, it, um, yeah, and as far as I could tell with Little Big Planet 3, because we, what we've always said with the current momentum is really finish the story mode. Yeah. Or, or if there's no story mode, just as much of the multiplayer as you really want to do. Um, and we kind of mark it with the trophy ding at the end of a story. I finished the whole story on Little Big Planet 3 and no trophy ding. And there isn't one. There isn't one for finishing the story. So I was a little bit thrown thinking, well, how much more of this do I do? Awkward. Um, and <laughs> I've done quite a bit. Platinum it. Yeah, I've done quite a bit of level building. I've done quite a bit of the online, which I do like going and playing other people's levels. And I thought, you know what? No, I, I've done enough to warrant the whole £13 I spent on it when it was on sale. So, no, I, and it is good. It is probably the best entry of the series because they've had time to refine it all. Good. It's nice when a game keeps improving mm. when they when they bring out new iterations rather than just doing the same thing over and over again. Because it is it is a game that's generally kind of evolved. Yes, it has. All right. Very good. Well, so uh, any plans for this month? You know what? Until you've asked that question, I actually haven't thought about it. <laughs> and I'm not going to set anything as my mention for this month. Ooh. Because of two reasons. One is Fallout 4. Yeah. I do want to finish that. We're coming to Christmas. I've got a bit of holiday. I'm going to go for that. The other reason is what I've just had flash up and tell me it's finished installing. <laughs> so, so just cause. Just cause 3 has downloaded and installed. Good to hear the very nice people at uh, Square Enix PR. And I've got to do the review for that. And it's not exactly going to be a quick and short game. So I'm not going to pledge anything now. But if I hit the middle of the month and I'm thinking, yeah, I can do this, feel a bit confident, I'll put something in. Okay, well, I'm feeling bad because I didn't finish Journey. So I'm going to finish Journey. Good choice. Um, And then when I've done that five minutes, I suppose I should do another one. So it's got to be either, I really should finish Killzone. You have to finish Killzone Shadowfall because... I I think it's the best one. I just I'm just not really that into Killzone games. You've not got no, you're not there. I'm just not. No. I don't admit defeat. Pick something else. For somebody who has a PlayStation, I'm like the, the least enthusiastic person about the PlayStation exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll finish Shadow Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is worth doing. All right, sounds good. So, if you have a Codex Momentum game that you want to finish, if there's a game on your pile of shame that you think, all right, yeah, December, I'm going to finish that one off, then tweet us at Codex Moments with the hashtag Codex Momentum. Anybody who finishes a Momentum gets a badge. Anybody who does a Platinum gets a Platinum badge. Um, and I send out big apologies to everybody for last month because I've just realised I've not sent last month's out yet. I will be doing that in the next couple of days. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> and to everybody from November's who's finished, you'll be getting yours as well. All right, so if you've finished a game, look forward to a badge in the post very soon. Okay, so is this my challenge? It is. I want uh, to know what Andy's challenge is. Well, this this stems from a conversation we had on Twitter. Um, so I've been to the gym this week. Yes. A couple of times, actually. Because, and I'll tell you for why, right? My sister is getting married in December and I'm going to be an usher. Yay. But I've had to buy a suit. Ah. And I bought a suit, but it was a little bit of a depressing affair because I'm a little bit bigger than um, the last time I bought a suit. 
In fact, um, I've got to the stage now where I've my I've got quite broad shoulders, mm. and I've, I've so I've got a fairly large chest, and this is this is the problem. So my chest size is probably about ten inches larger than my waist size, right? Yeah. So I got to the point where I'm trying on suits in um, in Meadowhall because I live in Sheffield. I got to the point where I'm trying on suits and. Basically, it got to the stage where, well, if you can't get one of these on, then you're going to have to go to the big and tall shop, sir. I was like, well, I don't, want to, I don't want to be big and tall. So I've been to the gym. Um, <laughs> honestly, so I'm I'm trying to eat healthily, and I've been to the gym, and I thought, well, what am I going to do? Because I've never got on well with gym programs. So I am decided I'm going to try and cycle 10 miles a day. And in six days, I've managed 40 miles so far because i couldn't go yesterday because of work commitments and i couldn't go on saturday because of family stuff so i'm kind of doing all right considering yeah. i you know i've had a gym membership for some time and i haven't actually been there for several months that's pretty good going but i need some enthusiasm i need i need some real life codec momentum yes in this. you do you do so this is an opportunity i am i'm going on a journey albeit i'm not actually leaving the gym or plane journey <laughs> yep um thank you but I'm, I'm, I need motivation. And whether that is, I want you to set me a challenge of some description and we'll see if we can work in also any of the technology apps that we can talk about in the podcast. That'd be great because we can, we can milk this for some features as well. But oh, I, I need motivation. So, God, please, people, help me. There you go. That's the challenge. So I'm going to try and cycle 10 miles a day and I want to know what to do. How am I going to measure this? That's what really am I aiming should for? We, should we give a bit of steering, a bit of guidance? Yeah, I need a target. Yeah. I think, knowing knowing you're a big Gran Turismo fan, I think there's something we can tie into. A trophy on Gran Turismo. Or like an endurance race. Whether <laughs> it's the 24 hours of Nürburgring, which means you'll probably never get to the end of cycling, that one. Well, I thought, um, about, I thought about doing like a, could I cycle to E3? And I thought you know, that would probably take me two years, let alone the six months I've got. So, let's, yeah, I wonder if we can tie it into a trophy challenge. Um, we do, we do have to do a bit of research on this, and if anybody listening gets to it before us, is there a distance-related trophy in any of the Gran Turismo games that we can set? It's certainly. I don't know about a trophy, but it certainly rings a bell that there's some distance-related races. I think races. there is. So let's find out what that is, <laughs> and see because I, I bet there's more than one because there's been a few games. And we'll see what we can get out of that. Maybe just that, but unless, of course, somebody's got a better idea. Yeah, if you have, then feel free to tweet me directly at Clinical Andy or tweet us at Codec Moments, and um, please just let me know. But any any motivation anybody can offer me, I'm I'm looking for. I you see, I'm a bit like oh, carrot's good, but I need the stick. <laughs> I really need the stick. <laughs> so you're gonna help me out. Yeah, we're gonna find something. We'll make it worthwhile. Brilliant, because I, I don't want to be big and tall. Right, so what's next? So something more cheerful. Yeah. We're giving stuff away. Yay! And it's the results of last month's competition. It is. So, last month, we said, if you can tell us the name of the game that featured this song... As it came into the window, it was the sound of a crescendo. 
He came into her apartment. He left the book. <laughs> I know, it, I yeah. know. I, we, no, turn it off, turn it off, otherwise we'll just go through all of it. She wasn't able. <laughs> we just get to the chorus. I like the chorus. All right, we'll get to the chorus. It was her doom. Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Okay. Are you okay? I'll do. All right. So that was it. Can you can you name the game from which this song features in? And the answer was? The answer was blindingly obvious. Maybe too obvious. Moonwalker. Yeah. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Brilliant. So we had numerous entries across Facebook and Twitter. We and did, yeah. Various random people chucking the answers at us. And I believe you've got all the names in a, well, I was going to say hat, but that really it's a little bag over there. Right. Okay. I'm going to have my, my hat. Okay. Get that hand in there. <laughs> shuffle those names around. I did try and shuffle them up earlier on. Okay. Right. And the winner is... Oh, God, it's Nick Hulk. <laughs> Put it back. Oh, no. long-time um, contributor. Yeah. Congratulations, Nick. Yeah, well, well done. done. And handily, I've already got his address from his Codec Momentum badges. Oh. So we go. don't even need to ask for it. Oh, brilliant. No, well done. <laughs> it helps any of them, a dozen listeners. So... Um, <laughs> well, maybe a couple more than a dozen. <laughs> Fifteen. Right. <laughs> Okay, so that's that done. Is that, is that that done? It is. Oh. So, and unfortunately, we don't actually have a prize or a giveaway this month. No, we don't. Except for badges. Badges for Codec Momentum. So, yep. get your Codec Momentums in via Twitter at Codec Moments. It's time for another Codec Call Quiz. Yes, it's time for another Codec Call Quiz. Matt, are you ready? I think I'm ready. You think you're ready? I'm just wondering if I'm going to get as surprised as I did last month. It's good. It's a good quiz, this one. Right, so I thought, with it being December now, it's Christmas. Nearly. It's Christmas. Shut up. It's the 1st of December. We've got a bit to go yet. It's Christmas. All right, it's Christmas. Right. Now you've acknowledged that it's Christmas. Um, I need you to start thinking about the beautiful wintry wonderland that we're heading into. Okay. And this month's quiz is all about games with snow and ice and Christmas. <laughs> well, that doesn't narrow things down at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. In fact, it gives us quite a wild field to play from. So um, that's good. What I have in front of me is um, 12 buttons. 12. 12. Oh, it was only it was only like five or six last month. Well, it, was, it was five. But um, yes, it's 12 this month. Okay. You'll see why in a minute. Um, so I, what I want you to do is pick a number between 1 and 12, okay? And then there'll be a little audio clue, and you have to guess what snowy, icy game I'm, All right. uh, I'm okay. referencing. All right, well, that sounds like it might be quite interesting. Okay, so give us a number. Uh, let's go with number four. Number four. On the fourth day of Christmas, <laughs> the professor gave to me Four football fodder. <laughs> four football fodder. Four football fodder. I haven't a clue. <laughs> a snowy, icy game related to football. Hmm. Hmm. I I have no I have no clue. I don't even know what Brian is talking about. Crikey! Well, if you think back. 
to um, to many many moons ago. Do you remember? Do you remember cannon fodder? Yes. Do you remember sensible world of soccer? Yeah. Do you remember the dodgy little crossover game they gave away on the front cover of Amiga format number fifty four at Christmas? No. Well, it was cannon soccer. <laughs> okay, I'd never have got that. Ah, that's never. That, that's very, very. You said we had a wide field to play from. Well, like I said, you didn't say it wide was obscure. That, it? <laughs> well, this doesn't bode well, does it? Right, no, pick another this number. Is be terrible. All right, number two. On the second day of Christmas, the professor gave me two eighty-eighties. Two eighty-eighties. I'm thinking it's got to be. Battlefront. It is Battlefront. Oh, right. I feel, I feel a bit better about this quiz now. I got one right. Now, did you know that although the Star Wars series set a precedent with ATSTs, C3PO, and R2D2, Lucasfilm's PR department confirmed to Time magazine in 2010 that the correct pronunciation is ATAT. I didn't know that. So there you go. So can we stop all this ATAT bucks? I've always called them ATATs. Right, me too. But it's these, these Mirkins. Okay. Right. Next. I want to know what's on day 12. 12? On the 12th day of Christmas, the professor gave to me 12 types of dragon. 12 types of dragon. 12 types of dragon. Is it Skyrim? It is Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. mentioned already in the podcast. Brilliant. <laughs> what would you like next? Ooh, number seven. Number seven. On the seventh day of Christmas, the professor gave to me seven double O's. <laughs> now, this could be one of a hundred games, but is it why you happened to mention <laughs> Quantum of Solace earlier? No, no, it's, it's actually oh. why I happened to mention GoldenEye 007. Uh, but not all Bloodstone or yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies well, or Legends or Reloaded. Yeah, yeah, any Double Seven <laughs> game. You could have made that a bit narrower. I could. <laughs> That's right. It was a James Bond game of your choice. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do one more? We'll do one more. All right. Yeah, we, there are a few few numbers left. Um, let's go in number three. Oh, number three. Okay, here we go. On the third day of Christmas, the professor gave to me three pal keys. Three pal keys. What did it happen to be? Metal Gear Solid. That's right. Set in Shadow of Moses. Very good. In Alaska. There you go, you see. Oh, I'm glad I picked number three now. There you go. Three arms tech pal keys that were required to disarm Metal Gear Rex in the event that you couldn't get the override codes. Do you have to go and shoot the rat as well to get one? <laughs> Anyone who didn't remember that. But in, interesting fact, there was only one key. Because it changed state depending on temperature. There we go. And another interesting fact, using PAL keys when Metal Gear Rex is actually disarmed will ruin your day. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'd like to thank the Prof and Brian for that. Um, well, actually, more, do you want, more do you, Brian. Do you want to... the Prof was it's, even it's bro- prof, involved. No, he wasn't available, so we got Brian. Do you want to, uh, do you want to hear the full rundown? I think we should do it just for the listeners' benefit. Yeah, okay. Well, let's uh, let's jump straight to day 12 then. On the 12th day of Christmas, the professor gave to me 12 types of dragon, 11 snowy leopards, 10 snowmobiles chasing 9 uber tricks, 8 tiki babies, 7 double O's, 6 limbs are slicing, 5 bona fides. 
four football fun and three pal keys, two ATATs and a target in a jacuzzi. <laughs> I wish I'd pick number one now. <laughs> So if you uh, if you know what any of those games are, then feel free to tweet us uh, at Codec Moments, and um, I'm sure Matt will have a badge if you get all twelve. Yeah, yeah. First person to get all twelve will get a badge. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brian. Oh, that was that was fun. Right. What's up now? Because I've lost the show notes because because <laughs> I was looking at at my my quiz notes um it is a couple of shout outs oh like brilliant you've been listening to a few podcasts this month i've been listening to uh, a few gaming podcasts this month to see what the competition's like and i have to say i quite liked a few of them so um i kind of say a big hello to uh, the people at lapsed gamer radio i've got to say a big shout out to the uh, the people who do the boss wave podcast that's very good um the toku podcast with kate and holly is just slightly mental it was um is it worth a listen that one? It was worth a listen. It was um they were talking about creepy pasta this um over Halloween and uh, made up a story about a cow. It was you had to be there. Um but most of all I, I think I really want to say hello to some of the new listeners that we picked up yes. over the month. Yes, definitely actually that's that, that other podcasts are good but definitely we like our new listeners so uh, as we've mentioned Mike Tack a couple of times already uh, today he's um, he started listening Grizzly Creedon oh, it's, awesome. it's one of my favourite Twitter names it's and, not uh, as good as Shut Up Pabs no it's no Shut Up Pabs is it and and Shut Up Pabs has um, been in previous podcasts so if you want to know what we're on about there <laughs> it, it's an incentive to go listen um, and also Nick Case all fall down with an O no, with a zero. All fall down with a zero. Yes. Um, so, hello to you. So, if you've uh, if you just started listening, then uh, please drop us a tweet and uh, let us know that you're listening and join in our little community that we're building because it's quite good fun at the moment. It I'm is. rather enjoying this. Yeah, it is. It's great. Um, it. Right. So, uh, I think we're uh, I think we're almost there, aren't we? We are. Um, it's just one final thing to say. Get in touch with us at Codec Moments or contact hyphen us at codecmoments.com or Codec Moments on Facebook. I'd even say Codec Moments on Google Plus, but does anybody use Google Plus? No, no, nobody does. No, okay. <laughs> we might just forget that they even exist. Um, okay, well, that's fabulous. Thank you. Uh, don't forget if you want to put forward your game for Codec Momentum this month to tweet us with uh, hashtag Codec Momentum and we'll pick that up and you can uh, get yourself a badge for taking part. That's about it. I have one final thing. Oh, go on. I'm going to chuck it in. I resurrected the picture quiz. Yes. No, meant to say, actually. Good point. Well made. So today, um, if you've not if you've not seen this before on, on Twitter, it started out as a competition we did about two years ago to give away a copy of Grand Theft Auto V when it first came out. We set a series of quite challenging picture clues yep. which related to game titles. But some of them were quite cryptic. Some of them were easier than others. But um, So the example would be the Hitman one. Which is a picture of... No, it's not Hitman. You've 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 got it wrong because it had a Hitman. It's Leon. Yeah, well, it's well, it's not the Hitman game. No, well, oh, no, oh, no, that wasn't oh, the reveal. We're terrible at describing these over an audio podcast. So it's a picture of Leon. A it's a picture of Leon from the film Leon, who's a Hitman, and um, next to him is written "No women, no kids," and of course that is a moral code that he lives by. 
Now, Leon is a hitman or an assassin, and no women, no kids is his creed. So it was Assassin's Creed. That's how it worked. So it's kind of a cryptic picture clue. Um, and we've started doing it again on Twitter, and it, it's quite nice. So what was today's? Today's was basically uh, a car was park a, full of bicycles. car park full of bicycles. Yep. And it is drive club bikes. What? Well, why? <laughs> because there's lots of bikes. That's that's shit. I never said it was good. I just said we started it again. Okay. Well, we started the picture well, quiz again. I promise they'll be better. In fairness, we got an answer back very quickly, correctly, within about 15 minutes. So, Mine was but I said ride. Yeah, but there was nobody riding anything. Yeah, but it's bikes. I mean... Bikes? Where was the... Oh, anyway. Today's... <laughs> right. But anyway... You can come up quite with often, about half past six in the morning then. Quite, <laughs> I won't lie. Quite often what we do is we, we actually put the picture out. We have an idea in our head and then somebody comes along with a better one. <laughs> We're like, yeah, let's yeah, make so it if, you, if, you, if you've got a better idea, we will tell you. Don't yeah. worry. We don't just make them up on the spot. So, um, yeah, that's good. Okay, so uh, we're bringing that back. That's back through December. It's our special uh, countdown to Christmas treat. Excellent. Have you, have you racked up the whole month already? I've done a few. Oh, don't worry. I'll, I'll so check them. By the, by the sure time this podcast goes out, you might probably have seen about three or four, but they're under the hashtag daily pick quiz. I've got a few more. So, yeah. Okay, hashtag daily pick quiz. Ah, oh, get involved. Right. That's it. That's it. That is it. Oh, well, we're done then. Thanks very much, everyone. Okay. Um, keep listening after the jump because um, I'm going to play the entirety of the uh, 12 Days of Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> or switch off now. Save your insanity. <laughs> Probably for the best. Right, bye. Bye. Dear Christmas, the professor gave to me a target in a jacuzzi. On the second day of Christmas, the professor gave to me two itty-itties and a target in a jacuzzi. On the third day of Christmas, the professor gave to me three pound keys, two itty-itties and a target in a jacuzzi. On the fourth day of Christmas, the professor gave to me four football fodder, three pound keys, two eighty-eighties, and a target in a jacuzzi. On the fifth day of Christmas, the professor gave to me five bonafides, four football fodder, three pound keys, two eighty-eighties, and a target in a jacuzzi. On the sixth day of Christmas, the professor gave to me six limbs of slicing, five bona fides, four football fodder, three pal keys, two eighty-eighties, and a target in a jacuzzi. On the seventh day of Christmas, the professor gave to me seven double O's, six limbs of slicing, five bona fides. Four football fodder, three pal keys, two eighty-eighties, and a target in a jacuzzi. On the eighth day of Christmas, the professor gave to me eight tiki babies, seven double O's, six limbs of slicing, five bona fides, 
four football for a three pal keys, two eighty eighties, and a target in a jacuzzi. On the ninth day of Christmas, the professor gave to me nine Uber tricks, eight tiki babies, seven double O's, six limbs are slicing, five bona fats. Four football for a three pal keys, two eighty eighties, and a target in a jacuzzi. On the tenth day of Christmas, the professor gave to me ten snowmobiles chasing nine Uber tricks, eight tiki babies, seven double O's, six limbs are slicing, five bona fats. Four football for a three pal keys, two eighty eighties. And a target in a jacuzzi On the eleventh day of Christmas The professor gave to me Eleven snowy leopards Ten snowmobiles chasing Nine Uber tricks Eight tiki babies Seven double O's Six limbs are slicing Five bona fats Four football for a three pal keys Two eighty-eighties And a target in a jacuzzi on the twelfth day of Christmas, the professor gave to me Twelve types of dragon, eleven snowy leopards Ten snowmobiles chasing, nine uber tricks Eight tiki babies, seven double O's Six limbs are slicing, five bona fats Four football fodder, three pal keys, two eighty eighties And a target in a jacuzzi